Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Judy Maloney is a clinical psychologist and a good friend of the Limerick Today show and uh, she is on the line right now. Uh, good morning to you, um, Judy. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Does it sound like I'm ranting, Judy? You're probably going to tell me it does. <laughs> it's no, it, no, it doesn't. And I was just listening to you, I was thinking, well, fair play to you. You really hit the nail on the head in terms of bringing it home that we could be out and about feeling fine. You know, and, and I completely agree. Uh, to be honest, I've been quite sick. Um, over the past week, I don't think it's coronavirus, but I was quite sick and I've been in, I've been in, haven't been out of the house only once, a couple of days ago, I had to go to the shop and people were going around like it was normal. I couldn't actually believe it. I really couldn't believe it with everything going on. Um, and as you said, we have to do certain things. But the majority of things that we have to do, we don't actually. We think we do. You know, it's, it is about stripping it back. And, and like you said, if anyone is, if there are still pubs open and people are going out there, they will have to live with, with a certain amount on their conscience after that because all of that is so unnecessary. We really need to, it might sound corny to people or people might laugh at it, but we really, really need to support each other in this and work together because if we don't, the whole thing will fall apart. You know, With your uh, personal hat on and your work hat on, why do you think there are people listening to this this morning who still don't get it? Um, I just think, you know, look, we're all different. We all have different, we're brought up in a different way. You know, some people li- might listen to the news or read a paper and take it as gospel. Other people might be brought up into a family where, you know, they might, you know, take everything with a pinch of salt and go, do mind that, take no notice of that. You know, so a lot of it really does depend on our upbringing so it depends on our values so I know there are still a lot of people who think oh god it's, it's it's blown out of proportion and if I'm perfectly honest the very start at the very start I was thinking oh look it's what is it it's just like a, a, a more severe flu but once it started to kind of come into Ireland and I saw how it was spreading then I changed my attitude you know but for people to be still having this I think they're really thinking about themselves you know, there's a lot of that. People saying, well, I'm young or I'm, you know, I, I'm not ill. I'm not, I don't have any underlying conditions. I'm, I'll be okay. Yeah, they'll be fine. If they get it, they'll be fine. It's, as you're saying, who they're going to pass it on to. I mean, how many of us don't have contact or someone in our family who either has an underlying health condition or is elderly? I, 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 was, I, know. I was chatting to a woman yesterday and she was talking about her own son, I think 22, and she just said, look, He's indestructible in his own mind. He's a student. He and his pals, you know, I'm doing my best. I'm trying to get through to them. But, you know, they are still meeting. They are still getting together in, if not massive groups, big enough groups. Is there any way that parents and others can um, get through to that age group? Who, understandably, because, you know, everyone who's a teenager in their early 20s will understand how... They get consumed with their own lives and thankfully for the majority of them, health is not a day-to-day worry. Yeah, well, I tell you, this, actually, this happened to me a few days ago last week. Uh, my daughter, my 17-year-old daughter came home um, and she was she went out, she came home, she was on St. Patrick's Day, like, she was out anywhere, obviously, um, and said, oh, can, can I have a house party tonight? And I looked at her like she had three heads. You know, because obviously I was sick. We were all at home. Everyone, like, everything is, it's not normal in a sense. You know, 
normal places aren't open. But I suppose I expected more of her, if that makes sense. I expected her to understand from my, where I was coming from, whereas she was 17. If I was 17, I'd be asking for a house party as well. You know? how, how did you so, get through to her? So what I did was really, I took the shocked look off my face because I figured that's not going to help the situation. I sat her down and I explained really that, you know, what is happening right now and how the impact of if, she was like, it'll only be about 14 people. <laughs> okay. I said, okay. So I kind of broke down, okay. You know, the amount of the in that might, who might be sick or who mightn't be, you're all bringing it home to each house. If anyone else goes to the shop or does anything else you bring out or if anyone else has to go to work, to work. And then I explained to her about the vulnerable people, like my father is very elderly, you know. So it's about the knock-on effect. But I think really at that age or, you know, that late teens, early 20s, it is about reassuring them that life will go back to normal. So I had to say to her, look, maybe in weeks or months to come, when this is all died down, you can do something. So it is a little bit about bargaining, not bargaining so much, but also rationalising, reassuring people, and that's all of us, you know, that this is not going to go on forever. It it cannot go on forever. That's the whole nature of a surge as well. It surges, it rises up, but there is going to be a decline. And we have to remember that it's not always going to be like this. So that will help us do what we have to do for now. Social distance for now, not shake hands for now, not go to the pub for now, stay at home for now. These aren't going to be forever. Next Mother's Day, please God, we'll all be out or doing whatever we want to do, you know. But for now, this is what we need to do to contain it. And it is just reminding each other that this isn't forever. And like everything else, this too shall pass. Judy Maloney is still with us and Anna Gibson-Steele from the Holistic Centre of Excellence is here too. Um, what are your thoughts on all of this, um, Anna? Hi, Joe. Just listening to you there, I think we certainly all need to become leaders in our own way, whether that's me as a parent or other skills that I have you know, to help us navigate these stormy waters. You know, for me, my expertise, I suppose, is in helping people with the emotional well-being at this time. So if I can, I'd like to change tack a little bit and become a little proactive in helping to share some positive things that people can be. Of course, it goes without saying, everything that you say, we all have to step up to the plate, you know, in terms of the new ways of living. You know, I like liken it... In normal life, we get into our boat every day, we sail out into the sea using the same route and the same methods. But now there's very strong currents in that sea. So we have to change the way we sail every day. And for the majority of people, this is manageable and they're all doing their piece, you know, to whatever degree they need to. Um, I think, though, if we're still trying to sail the same old route, we're going to struggle against the current. And this is where a lot of angst is coming for people. You know, we need to find creative ways to sail these stormy waters. But the issue is, if we're locked in fear, our creativity is virtually non-existent and and our decision-making is inhibited. And really, fear really inhibits the immune system. So for me, I think we need to look at ways to observe all the recommendations, obviously, but to manage our own internal fear. You know, for for a long time now, I've been helping people really to find oars for their boats when their their waters are choppy and to show them how to use them and get fit so that we can navigate these waters in a better way. You know, we can't control the currents or the waves of our external sea that we're all in right now. But we also have water inside of us and this is how the emotions or the energy of emotion moves through our bodies. And we can certainly learn ways to control that 
So, you know, one of your listeners wrote in saying that she was in fear of her life, bless her. You know, that's not helpful to that lady who already has an underlying asthmatic condition. So for me, a lot of my work for years has been online or helping people remotely via Skype and such like. So, and I've trained, obviously, hundreds of therapists to do the same. So we can help those people who are at home, can't get out, but need to control their level of internal fear because that isn't good for them. Um, so I think, you know, there's plenty of easy things that we can do to help people through this to really turn off some of this fear and worry because it really does turn off your immune system and, as I say, affects your decision-making. It also stops us, it creates inflexibility. You know, we try to hold on to things the way they used to be and inflexibility is not what we need right now. We need to be as flexible as we possibly can so our boats are going to go with the current, you know, as against us deciding what way our boat needs to go. Um, so, as I say, there's very simple, short techniques that, you know, I'm very happy to share with people. There's, if you take practical actions, that's going to empower you. The practical actions being, you know, the new hygiene, social distancing, reaching out to neighbours. But also we can all learn new skills for our mind fitness, our mental and emotional fitness. You know, if an emotional current of fear starts in the body, you know, I can share with you right now how to stop that instantly. Um, I do have, you know, I have lots of online stuff, Joe, but today I was just on to my web designer. There's one particular 12-minute meditation I have that will help people to access an instant peace of mind, you know, stroke happiness sensation in their body instead of fear. Um, and my web designer just emailed me there. It's actually, it's gone up on the website now for free. It used to be something like 10 euros. So if people want to download that, they can listen to it. It's just 12 minutes. They need only listen to it once. And then because it's in their mind, they'll be able to access it anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Because really, it's vital that we turn off the fear and worry internally while maintaining common sense about what we need to, to stem the, the spread of this virus. Right, so that's uh, from the Holistic Centre of Excellence um, website. And uh, Judy Maloney, a clinical psychologist, is also uh, still with us. Um, what about Mother's Day, um, Judy, um, you know, at your house or in general? Or what would you say to people about it? I think, um, you know, it's, it's just, we, like we were saying, you can, still, you can still go to the shop, you know, you, we can still go out on maintaining social distancing. So, you know, if, if whether, whatever your circumstances, you know, whether there's a big family or small family in the house or whatever, I think it's important to still celebrate these things. So go and get get your mother something, get her a bunch of flowers, buy her a card, make her a card. You know, this is a time where, you know, as Anna was saying, we can become more creative because, you know, there are positives to this as well. And I believe there will be positives after this. That we'll have more time at home. We'll have more family time together. So, you know, maybe if your routine was you went out and you went out for dinner or you went for a few drinks or whatever it was, you can recreate that at home. What? There's nothing stopping us enjoying our time together at home. But I would say if it's birthdays or Mother's Day or anything, celebrate it. You know, this isn't just because we're lo we're locked in to a point. Doesn't that make it a bad thing, really? You know, I know a lot of people for years would have said to me, clients of mine, God, I'd love to work from home. <laughs> you know, we're all getting the opportunity. It's just landed on us a little bit quicker. So it is about, 
I suppose, like that, I know, and I was thinking about, I suppose, regulating your internal fear, but also externally, if you can, minimise your, you know, listening to the news and social media and everything down in terms of the COVID-19 um, story. Maybe listen to the 12 o'clock and 9 o'clock. You know, just keep in the loop. But once you're maintaining, you know, those kind of healthy guidelines, that's the main thing we can do. And the rest is about spending quality family time together. You know? yeah. And Anna, you know, there is, I think, from what the experts are saying, uh, a fuller lockdown coming. Um, they, you know, they'd still allow food trips and that sort of thing, you know, essential supplies and services. But it seems inevitable that um, we're all going to be ordered. The emergency legislation will be signed by the president today. Some stage in the not too distant future, the health experts are going to say it's time for a fuller lockdown and you know if it's difficult now it's going to be even more difficult for people then although it will it seems be absolutely necessary and part of the reason is there are people just not observing the um, advice now yeah i mean look you're always going to have that you know to some degree so i suppose we all have to take full responsibility for ourselves and our immediate family you know so I think that's where it's at, Joe, and there are some people that probably may never listen. Um, But if we're maintaining our own social distancing and staying in our own homes and only going out when we can, that's as much as as any of us can do, you know, is to try and manage it. And as you say, if you witness people not observing it, you know, to call them on that. Um, Things most likely will get worse. But I think for people's mental and emotional well-being, we can't, you know, we don't have control over what may or may not unfold here apart from, you know, us taking our immediate personal actions. So therefore, what we need to do is learn to manage how we feel about that stuff. And I think rolling the picture forward for a lot of people creates tremendous fear for them. And quite literally, physiologically, fear will block your immune system. When the adrenaline is flowing through our bodies and the other steroids, they mask our immune system. So fear will actually make us less capable of fighting the disease if we contract it. So that's a message I'd really like to get out there and help people with. You know, but it's a, it's a delicate balance. It's a balance between you know, being conscious and unfearfully adopting the recommendations and minding ourselves, but at the same time balancing that fear and rolling the picture forward right now really probably isn't going to help an awful lot of people, particularly those who are already in fear. Right. Because, you know, we're creating a really awful picture. Yeah, it's very difficult. It's very, very difficult. We're very aware of it here at Live 95 as well. Um, But So that's why we wanted to talk to both of you this morning uh, about it. Uh, Anna Gibson-Steele from uh, the uh, Holistic Centre of Excellence and clinical psychologist Judy Maloney. Thank you both. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.